0: Week. Now, one, two, three, four.
1: Shout it Echo Shout Echo out. This is Echo Vacco your hometown for bubblegum bubblegum. Bubble.
0: Give me Echo, Echo Valley.
1: Echo Valley. Hello and welcome to Echo Valley. I'm your host, Professor Bubblegum. You found the town for you. You're welcome here as long as you share our values, which are uh, bubble and gum and some combination of those things. Bubble and gum. Gum. from a band called Jeffries. The song is Sugar Man. We started off with a song written and sung by Ron Dante, produced by Jeff Barry. A good start for this hour of bubblegum music. Let's keep the music playing, 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 playing. Playin'. Voice and a heart, you're listening to Echo Valley. We're a radio show, podcast, town, way of life. Uh, Really, we're almost anything you want us to be. But the main thing we are is the place to hear classic and great bubblegum music. For instance, you know Joey Levine, lead singer for the ohio express but also great songwriter writer of jingles releaser of single songs under his name and the names of many made-up bands here's one of those the band is called rock candy mountain here's joy levine
2: say Java,
0: da, Java, say Java, da. The Catanooga cats don't ever purr. They know how, but not what fur. The Catanooga cats don't go meow. They wouldn't try if they knew how.
3: At next week's Catanooga
0: Cat show. baboon, it's the one, it's the one. Oh, for heaven's sake! Sure is lucky I'm using super fuel.
3: Well, so long, baboon. It's been nice meeting you. <laughs>
1: Songs from the Chattanooga Cats. Chattanooga Cats was a cartoon show on ABC from 1969 to 1971. One of the rare Saturday morning cartoons that ran for two seasons, not just one. The music for the Chattanooga Cats uh, was written and produced by uh, two people named Mike. Michael Lloyd was the vocalist and co-writer of most of the songs. Michael Kerb, or Mike Kerb, was the producer and musical director for the cartoon series Cattanooga Cats. The two of them, Michael Lloyd and Mike Kerb, also worked together on the cartoon show Hot Wheels. The female singing voice for the Catanooga Cats was Peggy Klinger. Let's learn a bit about Michael Lloyd, Mike Kerb, and Peggy Klinger. Here's Michael Lloyd talking about his work on the Catanooga Cats. And we got involved in writing all the songs and singing them and everything. So that would have been about 68. The Chattanooga Cats was Hanna-Barbera. I mean, I didn't write everything and Mike didn't write everything. We wrote quite a bit, but I wrote a couple alone, Mike wrote a couple alone, oh, gosh, I don't remember each one. I've been trying to track down the tapes to all of that stuff. I found some of them, but I don't have all of them. I mean, there, actually, there were songs that I had written that were just demos that Mike and I liked that I was going to do with some band of mine or, or something, and we ended up using them in Cat Noon Cats. I think I have my girlfriend Is a witch from October Country is in Cat Noon Cats. Right in
0: home.
1: one of the Klinger sisters had an act of her own, later became a songwriting partner and romantic partner to the bubblegum great and rock and roll great Johnny Symbol, and wrote songs with him for a number of years before tragically dying in the early 70s from a drug overdose. Peggy Klinger's death was said to have really affected Johnny Symbol, who was not productive for a couple years following that tragic death. Peggy Klinger with Johnny Symbol wrote a couple of Partridge Family songs uh, you've heard. Here's uh, a couple songs that she wrote for the Partridge Family.
4: right down
0: my feet. And this one. It's you, it's you, it's you. It's you, I'll never find another love.
1: let's hear her singing voice. Here's Peggy Klinger as the female vocalist Kitty Joe from the Catanooga Cats.
5: How do you like me in my birthday suit? Am I cute in my birthday suit? How do you like me in my birthday suit? I'm just crazy about my birthday suit. It's my birthday lots of presents for me today but most of all i want to show a present for the boy that loves me so tell me how do you like me in my birthday suit am i cute in my birthday suit how do you like me in my birthday suit i'm just crazy about my birthday suit it's divine it's all mine my summer suit, an attraction in any crowd My birthday suit, it makes me feel so proud Tell me, how do you like me in my birthday suit? Am I cute in my birthday suit? How do you like me in my birthday suit? I'm just crazy about my birthday suit How do you like me in my birthday suit? Am I cute in my birthday suit? How do you like me in my birthday suit? I'm just crazy about my birthday suit. How do you like me in my birthday suit?
1: My birthday You're listening to Echo Valley, I'm the host Professor Bubblegum. In addition to being the host and mayor here in Echo Valley, I'm also the head librarian, and it's time now to do my dramatic reading. Every year I get many cards and letters about the dramatic reading, uh, but I think I'm going to keep doing it anyhow. In front of me is a magazine from the archives, a comic book entitled The Bionic Woman number 1. This is in near mint condition. It's published by the Charlton Group of Comics, and it's dated to 1977. And it has some great uh, stories in it about the bionic woman, In the first story, we discover that Jamie Summers is a schoolteacher when she's not working for the OSI and fighting spies and crime. And in the second story, we discover that Jamie Summers, the bionic woman, that her powers, her bionic powers, can be turned on and off by Oscar Goldman, who's in charge there at the OSI and he uh, decides that they should uh, turn her powers off when she's not in fact on duty Uh, because as a woman she might misuse her powers or be at risk and not understand what's going on those are both uh, entertaining stories but instead of reading one of those to you i'm going to read a little uh, text piece in the back of this comic book on the final page is uh, a couple of pages that tell us the origin. Of the bionic woman Uh, we see a beautiful drawing of Lindsay Wagner as Jamie Summers the bionic woman and beneath it it says birth of the bionic woman when the bionic woman was first introduced to the world on the six million dollar man program viewers everywhere fell in love with Jamie Summers probably every reader of this Charlton comic will have seen the bionic woman on television But some of you may have missed the first program in which she appeared and the tragedy that almost killed the beautiful tennis pro who had been a childhood chum of Steve Austin when they both went to school in Annandale, California. To refresh your memories, Jamie, the spelling is correct. Jamie spelled J-A-I-M-E. Jamie Summers has just received a welcome home for one of Annandale's two celebrities. She's famous for being one of the greatest lady tennis players in the pro ranks, and when Steve hears she's home, he goes to meet her, and they have a fine time reviewing their old friendship. They were just good friends when they went to school together, and now Steve learns that Jamie is engaged to another and realizes that he doesn't want her to marry anyone but him. Jamie breaks her engagement, and she and Steve begin seeing each other, horseback riding playing tennis, swimming, and skydiving. It is when Steve and Jamie bail out that the trouble comes. Steve's chute opens, and he lands safely, but Jamie's chute collapses, and she plummets to earth. Not even Steve's frantic bionic run to catch her is in time, and Jamie is seriously injured. The doctors promise to do their best to repair her broken body, but both legs are broken, her shoulder is smashed, and her eardrum destroyed. There is only so much a human body can take. Steve makes a desperate call to Oscar Goldman, head of the Office of Strategic Intelligence. It's actually, I think, called the Office of Scientific Intelligence. But then again, this whole thing takes place in Ojai, California, not whatever town they listed and in fact steve and jamie dated back in high school they weren't just friends but anywho they beg oscar or steve begs oscar to get the same surgical team headed by dr rudy wells to help jamie oscar sympathizes but sees no way to justify the expense of helping steve's friend but steve convince oscar convinces oscar that jamie can be valuable in the future So Oscar succeeds in cutting red tape and sends Dr. Rudy Wells and his team to equip Jamie Summers with bionic replacements for her smashed legs, arm, and ear. The operation is apparently fully successful, and Jamie works with Steve to familiarize her with bionic capabilities. Jamie volunteers for a mission for OSI, and she goes to a foreign criminal's estate in company with Steve. Her mission to open a vault, which will be simple for her because she has bionic hearing and can hear the tumblers inside the combination lock. But Jamie's bionic replacements are being rejected by her body, and they don't function perfectly. Steve has to rescue her, and Jamie can't explain later what went wrong. But Steve sees her arm malfunction. And then Jamie begins to have terrific pain and she flees from the hospital at bionic speed. He finally finds her unconscious and thinks she's dead, carries her as fast as possible to the hospital where Dr. Wells and his group are waiting. Brain surgery is required to save Jamie. After the successful operation, Jamie returns to her hometown and moves into the barn of the property of Jim and Helen Elgin, Steve's stepfather and mother. Now Jamie is able to teach school in her hometown, and her memory returns. She remembers that she and Steve were engaged to be married, and she hopes that someday she will feel the same love for him again. But meanwhile, they continue to be good friends. In gratitude for Oscar Goldman's assistance, Jamie insists that he give her high-risk assignments for OSI. While the bionic woman can perform amazing feats... I love you, Jamie. She is still a sweet lady and very feminine. I've always loved you. The Bionic Woman is fantastically popular on television, and we hope she'll be equally popular in comics.
4: It's been fun, lots of laughs, Jamie. It always is when friends meet again. But lately it's gone flat for me, Jamie. I don't like seeing you. Our friendship is finished, that's true But there's hope, a way to make it through Because, sweet Jamie, I love you I never want to say goodbye to you Sweet Jamie, I love you you like I've loved no other,
0: make room for me in your heart,
4: sweet Jamie, i love you forever, I know we'll
6: never pause,
4: Like I've loved no other,
0: it's Echo Valley the biggest
2: bubblegum sound on the planet. Hey Virginia I know it'll come alright when I look into your eyes it's something in you doing it to me my knees start to shake my hands start to perspire and every time you say wait Lord, I think my belt will break, Virginia. Touch me like you do. Touch me like you do. Like you do, like you do, like you do, like you do. do, do. Oh. (laughs) Baby, believe me, the only time I fall apart is when. Make those sounds, don't ever leave me. When you're around the feet, hesitate, the voice starts to.
1: Canadian pop singer Bill Amesbury, 1974. I'm Professor Bubblegum. This is Echo Valley. Before Bill Amesbury, by the way, we heard the only example of the six million dollar man singing. He was singing about Jamie Summers on the season two two parter, The Bionic Woman. Hey, you want some more gum? I've got plenty. Great, Giorgio on Echo Valley, and now it's time for uh, Bill and Barry and John and uh, Susan and Paul and Mom the Cowsill.
3: The Passing of the Torch, songs from this generation, carrying on the tradition of
6: Bubblegum Pop. Pop. Pop, Pop, Pop.
5: Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers.
1: This is Echo Valley. I'm your host, Professor Bubblegum. So the other day I'm at my work, uh, the Echo Valley Library, and over the transom I get a 45 record by a fella called Polka Dot. His real name is Ron Albanese. He and his daughter got some good bubblegum okay. music.
0: Polka dot pals,
3: we know you love to work out and rock out. Let's so listen let's to get a ready bit. ready to do some jumping jacks. Right here.
0: Feet out, arms up,
3: and...
1: On Echo Valley,
6: Let's go!
0: Yahoo! Good job! Stop and do the
3: polka dot strut. Go! To the left. To the right.
0: because it...
1: Polkadot Ron Albanese and his daughter Super Sophia, there's a really good uh, YouTube video of Jumpin' Jack Attack that uh, begins with a fella sorting through a bunch of bubblegum 45s. So you might check that out. But right now, it's time to go back in time.
3: Atomic batteries to power. Provides to speed.
1: Powered by the super sweet sound of sunshine, the Echo Valley Time Machine looks for the birth of bubblegum pop and travels back, back in time. time. From
5: 1948, here's Phil Harris from the Jack Benny radio show.
3: Won't you come with me to Alabama? Let's go see my dear old mammy. She's frying eggs and broiling hammy. That's what I like about the South. Now there you can make no mistake. Where those nerves, I'm never shaky. Ought to taste her leg cakey. That's what I like about the South. She's got baked ribs and candied yams. Oh, sugar-cured Virginia hams. Basement's full of those berry jams. And that's what I like about the South. Hot corn, bread, and black-eyed peas. You can eat as much as you please. Cause it's never out of season. That's what I like about the South. Ah, don't take one. Have two. They're dark brown and chocolate too. Suits me, they must suit you, cause that's what I like about the South. It's a way, way down where the cane grows tall, down where they say you all walk on in with that Southern drawl, cause that's what I like about the South. It's down where they have those pretty queens keep a dreamin', those dreamy dreams, let's sip that absinthe in New Orleans. That's what I like about the South. Come old Bob with all the news Got the boxback coat and the button shoes But he's all caught up with his union dues And that's what I like about the South Here come old Roy down the street Oh, can't you hear those scuffling feet? He would rather sleep and he'd end in the den the that's what I like about the South Now every time I pass your door You act like you don't want me no more Why don't you shake your head and sigh And I'll go walking right on by Gone on, on and on and on Honey, when you tell me that you love me, then how come you close your eyes? Did I tell you about the place called Do-I-Diddy? It ain't no town and it ain't no city. It's just awful small but awful pretty with we'll Do-I-Diddy. And come here to criticize, I'm not here to sympathize, but don't call me those no good lies, cause a lying gal I do despise. You love me like I love you, send me 50. PDQ, Rosa Red and Violet's Pink, I'm a good old 50, I don't think. She's got backbones and butter beans, ham, hocks and turnip greens, you and me in New Orleans, and that's what I like about the South.
7: All right, Jackson. All right. What's on your mind? Sit down, Phil. <laughs> now, Phil, I've heard you sing. That's what I like about the South. Fifty times a year for the last twelve years, and I defy you to show me where those lyrics make one bit of sense. Jackson, <laughs> you cut me deeply. <laughs> I have, eh? Well, do me a favor, will you? I want you to sing. That's what I like about the South, right here and now. Sing it slowly. And I'll show you how ridiculous those lyrics are. Okay. Now, go ahead. I just want to show you. Go ahead. All right. <coughs> Won't you come with me to Alabama? Let's go see my dear old mammy. She's frying eggs and broiling hammy. And that's what I all right, like about... Well, the... All right. All right. Now, look. That I can understand. You have a mammy. She lives down in Alabama. And she's frying ham and eggs. Now, that's fine. That's fine. That makes sense. Now, continue. I just want to tell continue. There you can't make no mistake, where those nerves are never shaky. You ought to taste that layer cakey, and that's what all I... All right, so, all right, now hold it, hold it. Now that, I can understand a tiny bit. Somehow, your mother added a pinch of baking powder to the ham and egg, and it turned out to be a layer cake.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
7: layer cakey. All right, cakey, cakey. Now go on. <laughs> Now, go on. I want to hear the rest. Down where they have those pretty queens, they keep on dreaming those dreamy dreams. Let's sip that absinthe in New Orleans. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Now, wait a minute. Hold it a minute. What's the matter? Look, ten seconds ago, you were eating ham and eggs in Alabama. Now you're sipping absinthe in New Orleans. Certainly. Well, Phil, answer me this. If you're in Alabama, how can you sip absinthe in New Orleans? Long straw. (laughs) Well, all right, Phil. I'll even go along with that. Now continue. I'll Here wait. come old Roy with all the news, the box, back coat, and the button shoes, but he's all caught up with his union dues, and that's what I like about the South. Go on. Go go on. on. Here come old Bob down the street. Who? What to, to Roy? A couple of feet. He would rather sleep than eat. That's what I like about the South. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the place called Two Our and It ain't no town, and it ain't. Hold, no hold it, hold it,
6: Phil. Hold it, hold it. <laughs> hold it. I've been waiting for that. <laughs> Huh? Yep. <laughs>
7: oh, boy. Just a minute. Oh, what's the matter? Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Phil. Phil. I have the latest Rand McNally map of the United States. Here, here, look at it. Show me one place on it called Do Wah Diddy. I could see Walla Walla, Ypsilanti, Astabula, Tookum Carey, Nacogdoches, and even Waxahat. But where in the name of Stephen Porter is Duwadis?
6: I call Patrillo.
7: Where in the name of... Where is Duwadis? Jackson, I just told you. You told me what? It ain't no town, it ain't no city. It's awful small, but awful pretty. Uh, Now, don't describe it. Don't describe it. I mean, just tell me, is it a real place? Certainly, Jackson. It ain't just a fig leaf of my imagination. But, Phil, just answer me one thing. Look, just answer me one thing, Phil. If do-wa-diddy ain't no town and it ain't no city, what is
6: it? <laughs> is it What
7: What is do-wa-diddy? Quiet!
6: Jackson, will you
7: now, wait? On. On. wait on. So what
6: do Don't Du-wa?
7: get yourself worked up, you'll fall over. Wait a- <laughs> You're going to pick everything to pieces? You got nothing. What? Well, you can do that with any song. What do you mean? Well, take Frank Sinatra. Last night on the hit parade right here at NBC. Yeah. NBC, yeah, which yeah. is on Sunset and Vine. Yeah. Right in the middle of Hollywood. What does he sing? River, stay away from my door. So what? River, stay away from my door. It ain't rained here for four months.
6: <laughs>
7: what about yesterday? That was enough to chase a jigger of bourbon. Well, that's a silly argument you give me. And anyway, what I said still goes. You're not going to sing. That's what I like about the South anymore.
6: <laughs> on my anymore on my program.
7: Now let's get back to rehearsal. Okay, okay. Now, where's John Wilson? Oh, he's in dressing room D rehearsing the quartet. Oh, well, I better go over and see how they're doing. What a song you did hear about the place called Do What, Do What, Do What, Do What. There
4: she was, just walking down the street singing. Do what, do what, do what, do what, her fingers and shuffling do feet singing. do do
1: by following the Echo Valley Facebook page, which is called Echo Valley, the original Bubblegum Music Podcast. You can follow the Echo Valley Twitter, which is Kid Bubblegum's Twitter account, and it's at bubblegum underscore music. That's bubblegum underlined music. You can leave a good review or a bad one on iTunes for the podcast of Echo Valley. You can also contact Professor Bubblegum by writing him at professorbubblegum at hotmail.com. You know, we used to do a lot of uh, double entendre songs.
0: What we've
3: got here is failure to communicate. Let's get back to that.
1: Don't get it weird. Don't. Sometimes bubblegum pop songs seem to have two different meanings. Meanings. Two. Two. Two mints in one
0: Double
5: entendre Something that has two possible meanings Dubla
1: entendre Double entendre Double entendre I'll coat your with
6: honey,
0: babe.
1: for this hour of Echo Valley. I'm Professor Bubblegum. I will see you and talk to you and listen to you next time. Hello, operator. Get me Echo
4: Valley 26809.